Joining me for a look at the day's markets action is Nick Kunza from Sunlam Private Wealth. Thank you so much for your time, Nick. Yields have just been surging and surging and surging, and it would seem like something is breaking. Is something breaking? And also, is this kind of pain acceptance by the markets and, and finally investors mm. kind of uh, aligning with what the Fed has been saying all along? So, so firstly, those, I mean, let's talk about those yields. Yes. Um, to put things in perspective. So, so that 10-year U.S. yield, which is basically your, your sort of barometer to, mm -hmm. to money around the world, uh, last, when the, since the Fed met just over two weeks ago and came out with their statements and, and the dot plots and all the rest of it, you know, that, that has moved up, that yield's moved up 55 basis points. That is sure. insane. I mean, those who follow bond markets, that outside of um, a financial crisis, that's unprecedented. Mm. Uh, we also had the 30-year this morning, briefly over 5% as well, that front end of the curve, the two-year at, at 520. So... These, it's not so much the it's not so much the level of, of the five percentage thereabouts that's the problem. It's the yeah. velocity of of the move up. So in eighteen months from zero to five and a half percent, it is extraordinary. And I would be very surprised. You just mentioned your intro. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there's, there's, there has to be stresses. There has to be somewhere mm. stresses somewhere. And, and I was wondering uh, uh, yesterday with that move in the in the um, the dollar yen when it broke 150 and then all of a sudden yeah. it dropped you know three yen in the space of a millisecond you know, there's, i think there's a lot of leverage there's big margin calls you know mm. it, it's it's very difficult to navigate and, and i'm on your page on this yeah. one i think there's issues out there and i mean it's going to be quite interesting also to see what the central bank of japan does in mm. terms of intervention but of course they're usually very slow when it comes to those things so something to really look out for mm. just talking about those stresses is the strain also in the u.s coming out of the labor market because yesterday we did see uh those job openings uh coming out more than what markets had expected but actually adp private mm. payrolls today coming in lower yeah so a bit of a contradiction there you yeah. know so adp obviously the private sector payrolls and that was actually if you want to just look at the numbers that was the that was the slowest sort of job mm. creation in two years so labor market slowing and, and quite frankly that's exactly what the federal reserve wants yes. to see they've mentioned and mentioned and mentioned they they want to see uh tighter monetary constraints and, and, and a, a sort of a, a pullback into the system. So, so that is going according to plan. Yeah. Jobless, obviously, this Friday, another big one. Um, I'm not quite sure what the Fed is, what they're really up to, because I thought their last, uh, the last meeting a few weeks ago was very confusing. You know, the whole market, the market already priced in, you know, uh, a quarter point cut, some of them by the year end, by the yeah. next year. Dot plot covers out. Well, actually, we're, going, we're talking about rate rises by half a percent. So, you know, they, they, I think they, they've been consistent. I think they've been consistently wrong for the better part of five years. And now yeah. they're trying to, to make things right. So in a, it's a long answer to your question. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they're looking for. Mm. But this labor market is, is today was a little bit of a reflection. Maybe yeah, and it really seems like the U.S. markets have actually, there's some sigh of relief that mm. they are breathing as we saw uh, green across the board there. Uh, let's go into JSC Companies' yep. first rand. Um, that share price was down 2%, but I wasn't really sure if it was just the general market uh, sour sentiment or the announcement that they made in terms of leadership changes. Um, what I will say is that it, it's quite nice to see that there is succession planning. Definitely. And it's not 
<laughs> what we have gotten used to over the past few months of CEOs resigning with immediate effect. Mm -hmm. What are you thinking about uh, the changing, the, the plan changing yeah. of the guard there? Alan Pullinger, I mean, he's been there for a while. And, mm -hmm. and uh, because you said in your intro, I mean, a great CV, a lot of experience in the financial markets, CFO, CEO, COO. Yes. So lovely fit. I think the, the share price reaction, I think more general market sentiment. Uh, and, and with a weaker end at one point, almost down a uh, half percent. So I wouldn't look too much into it. But yeah, nice to see succession planning and not dragging someone back from overseas who's 70 years old. We don't know who that is. Um, but yeah, kudos to our banks. They yeah. seem to have got it right. Uh, all right. I came back with a laugh there. Thank you so much for that, Nick. <laughs> Mondi, mm. um, I mean, I guess this is just a formality. They announced that they have now completed their exit out of Russia with the sale of its last remaining unit there, Mondi Sigtivkar. Um, understand that, I mean, just maybe about a year ago, a few months ago, there, there was kind of a discount that was applied mm. to Mondi because of that Russian business. So is everything now back to normal, back to business? Well, I, don't know if it's, I don't know if it's back to, back to normal, but certainly markets already priced that Russian asset yeah. at, at zero anyway. Uh, they've sold it. They've got money for it. The, next, the, the tricky question next, and we're used to it in South Africa, is do we get the funds back into South Africa? Uh. That I'm not sure because there's obviously, you know, there is exchange, there is, there is suspension in trading in Russian rubles as, as a foreign mm -hmm. entity because of the, what's happening with Ukraine. So I don't know. But other than that, my market's really priced it, and I think yeah. business, to answer your question, probably yes. business as usual. As usual. I mean, it's also quite nice that they say that the proceeds will probably go to shareholders. So something definitely mm. to look forward to there. Your stock pick for today, Nick? Uh, going with Denko. Um, it's actually held up reasonably well. It's about 103, 104. It hasn't fallen as much as the others. And, and that is because they are absolute experts of trading this market volatility. A large portion of their income is derived from trading. Uh, it's a very more, it's not as exposed to the whims of the commodities as others. Uh, and we like their basket. Their basket of, of, of going into electric vehicles, their green lithium, their, their copper basket is almost 20% mm -hmm. of it now. So they're, they're, whole, they're sitting around about these levels that offer significant value. Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much for your time, Nick. And actually, I'm very surprised that we managed to fill this time because there wasn't a lot of company news out there. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was Sunlam Private Wealth's Nick Kunza.